welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is 2 Corinthians chapters 1 through 7. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by Paul's discussion about how godly sorrow leads to repentance, as recorded in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 9 through 10. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Godly Sorrow I have a pocket in my heart where I tuck sorrow, worthless tin treasure too weighty to discard. I try to shift, to turn toward mercy, but rough cut edges sting and slash me through. I need someone to sit with me and count the debt, to pocket it within his own great heart. Uh, I'd like to start by reading the two verses that inspired this poem. In a letter to the saints in Corinth, Paul said, Now I rejoice, not that ye were made sorry, but that ye sorrowed to repentance, for ye were made sorry after a godly manner, that she might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. Paul is playing on the words sorrow and sorry, which can mean regret or turning away from past behavior. So he regrets hurting his friends, but he doesn't regret inspiring them to regret their sins. On the other hand, there is a kind of sorrow or regret that doesn't lead to repentance. Um, I compared this to Mormon's description of what he called the sorrowing of the damned. In Mormon chapter 2, he recounts that his people began to mourn over the consequences of their sins. And at first that gave him hope that they might repent. Then he wrote in verse 13, But behold, this my joy was vain. For their sorrowing was not unto repentance, because of the goodness of God, but it was rather the sorrowing of the damned, because the Lord would not always suffer them to take happiness in sin. I think in modern day parlance, we would say a person in this situation isn't sorry for doing wrong, they are just sorry that they got caught. Another idea I tried to touch on in the poem is the need for the Savior to help me let go of my sorrows. There's a lot of things that can hurt me, not just my own mistakes. Um, Sometimes people disappoint me or treat me unkindly. I personally sometimes struggle with a need for justice, and, and sometimes justice isn't always accessible in the immediate term. Um, I'm tempted to withhold forgiveness unless I think someone deserves it. And in these cases, I need the Savior to help me let go of my grudges. The imagery in this poem came from all those tiny treasures that my children used to collect and leave around the house. Most of these were worthless, both in monetary and terms and emotional attachment. They just picked up whatever stuff that caught their eyes. Um, It included rocks, little bits of metal, sometimes broken glass that glittered. These were all items that were very sharp to step on if you were a mom walking around the house cleaning things up. 
uh, I translated these images to how I too often treasure my pains and sorrows that seem precious but actually hurt me when I hold them too close. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Godly Sorrow I have a pocket in my heart where I tuck sorrow, worthless tin treasure too weighty to discard. I try to shift, to turn toward mercy, but rough cut edges sting and slash me through. I need someone to sit with me and count the debt, to pocket it within his own great heart. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash latterdaysaintpoetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding. <laughs>